0: I don't think I'm saying anything nobody knows already but we're in we're in a world where people are starting to misrepresent stuff a lot and it's getting pretty dangerous out there in the way that that reflects on themselves their business which is what we can talk about and um I just think it's some dangerous stuff level up level up level up level up level up level up hello again everybody it's december it's level up time i'm daniel i'm here with katie and we are ready to rock with one of our final episodes of the year and one of our final episodes this is not episode 200 is it i don't think so
1: i don't i don't think so (laughs) if it is
0: then better be a good one we got it. We got to keep better track of our situation. I knew what month it was. I just didn't know what episode. Are you looking it up right now? I
1: am looking it up so you can keep talking. I, feel, I feel like we're
0: close, but no, I I think we'd know. We were talking about when it was going to be an episode. And I okay. do think I do think we're going to have tons of fun with the balance of the month here as we wind down to the end of the year and closer to episode 200. We may take a walk. Down memory This is 198. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's good. Well, then, no, then pressure. Let's just, no pressure. So, yeah. So this is, I guess, yeah, have lower expectations, everybody out there, because 198 is, I don't know, nah. it, remind, it reminds me of of bingo night at the kids' school last night when mm-hmm. the principal was trying so hard to put every number she called into context and make it relevant to like a math problem or a fun fact. We could do yeah. that with 198, but I really am not in the mood because I'd rather get into what we want to talk about today. Unless yeah. you have a different opinion and you've got some 198 nuggets you want to drop on people.
1: Mm, not really. I'm good.
0: All okay, right, well, then let's, let's plow right into it because you know what? I feel pretty strongly about today's topic.
1: <laughs> you're ready to go. Even though you're hungry, you're raring to go.
0: I am hungry, but I won't let it translate into hangry because this is a cordial and useful conversation for everybody out there. Today, though, we are talking pretty high level. I'm going to keep it high level. We're not getting specific. We're not diving into anything unless you want to. um, That's sort of issues based. But I think it's been brewing for a while in social media circles, in really just the way we live our lives now, that there's a lot of people talking. There's a lot of people who want their voices heard, understandably so, who want to talk about issues, who want to be professionals, who want to be the experts, and in a lot of cases they are. But I think we're just in society, maybe this is, I don't know, it's obviously a no-brainer, I don't think I'm saying anything nobody knows already, but we're we're in a world where people are starting to misrepresent stuff a lot. And it's getting pretty dangerous out there in the way that that reflects on themselves, their business, which is what we can talk about. And um, I just think it's some dangerous stuff. And and I think that this is a lesson that we need to talk about and, and hopefully a conversation we can have about how we all conduct ourselves, specifically in our industry, but really as everybody's closer through technology and all that, um gaining a greater understanding of the value of the words we put out there and in some cases the lack of value of the words we put out there and how it's helpful and or hurtful and where we can maybe add um some thoughts about what we do what we don't do um what we think is valuable and what we don't and how people can be better put there oh okay i
1: think i think first and foremost i think everybody, including us, do, I mean, we don't purposely, or we don't, I, I think the the information we like to share out there to our realtor community, or whatever it is, or to our, or our clients, or potential clients, is we try to root it, in fact, as much as possible. Intent I think there are good, aren't? Yeah, but I think everybody's intent is good. Okay, so I mean, we can go in. i sorry. Say, I
0: meant, I meant our as the greater are not you. and. Me.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's the one thing that I think, especially nowadays, I think are a lot of people's and including mine, a lot of time, and I'm trying to like, I've been trying to work on this the last little while, last couple weeks as I've been thinking about it, but I think our immediate reaction when we see something out there is we think the negative versus the positive in that person. You know, like we see something that might not even be the right thing and they're saying something that's not factual or whatever. And I mean, obviously we don't want people to be doing those kinds of things, but at the same time, like our immediate reaction is like, oh, that's like, how could they do that? Like they're they're knowingly misrepresenting. Like it's like they're, we, we think that people are trying to do something that's bad. When in reality, I think most people or I'd like to think, and I try to think, but it's not easy to think that everybody is is, is doing the right, trying to do the right thing. You know what I mean? Are you,
0: are you speaking specifically about realtors right now or just people? No, I'm just- Okay, because it already. sounded like you're yeah. talking about realtors, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, So I think in like, a let's, let's sense. Let's go in
1: a broader sense, because like there's a lot of crap that's going on in the world and a lot of people have different opinions on it. And I think we're immediately jumping into like thinking the worst of people a lot of times. Um, well-
0: yeah, I, I think... And
1: maybe I'm just talking about myself. Like, and I need to work on yeah, that. Because I, that's something I, think, I need to work on.
0: But this, this ties into, though, just in, in the sense of... The headline tells people the story before they read yeah. the story a lot of the times. And it's, you know, it's that whole sort of you make your decision about someone in the first five seconds or whatever. So that's amplified when it might be a name or a personality who you're familiar with. Past experiences will dictate what your opinion might be about what they're going to say because we you're right we do it all the time we have our own opinions about friends family colleagues whatever anybody that you've met before you've created at least a mini narrative about what they're going to say but then Mm -hmm. i'll think beyond the person sometimes then if you don't know the person you feel like you can judge what they're going to say or what their personality is even just from the the headline or the first thing that's written or if it's a video the first few words and we all do need to be better as an audience in how we unpack the things that we see or how we don't jump to immediate conclusions or come into things with pre-judgment. It's just, mm-hmm. it's hard though. Cause it you is. count, you counter that with not just because it's hard, like for us, like emotionally, but it's hard because there's so much shit coming at us constantly yeah. that our attention span is so short that if you can't make a decision about something in five or 10 seconds, it's almost a chore to sort of eat up the rest of it. And I think that's why a lot of people go down roads with the people and the things that they gravitate to more so, because you want to read more of what you want to read. You don't want to give a chance to the stuff that doesn't look right out of the gate. Cause you, you've got finite time in your mind, right? You should, I, I think there's value in doing it the other way, which is in it, like, I think you should almost, try to read more of the stuff you don't agree with but
1: yeah
0: i don't know though then there's stuff like algorithms which i wasn't really going to talk about but like the way that the more attention you do give a certain narrative the more you're going to be followed by that narrative which will either make you happier or angrier depending on what it is that you're reading
1: right yeah you really have to be careful with that kind of stuff for sure it's uh it's dangerous but yeah i mean that that was more of just like a general comment but i think I mean, I think technology is to blame for all of this shit. Like, I think when I was like a kid growing up, and I mean, obviously I wasn't as aware of what goes on in the world and what people are saying, but there's so many different mediums now for people to talk, for for you to get information. First of all, like you said, it's so overwhelming. And second of all, like people coming across as though they're experts in in certain areas when really you know, again, I think people are, have the best intent, but it could be very dangerous, especially in our industry where we're advising people on different things. Like when I first started in this business and social media and internet wasn't as big, like, I don't even know what we talked about. Like, I think we just advertised our listings. Like I'm trying to think of people that like, you know, advise people on, on like, Different strategies, and not that that it's a bad thing, but I think it's just there's so much of it now, and I don't know. It's it's everyone's just an
0: expert, and you know what? Everyone yeah. is an expert in their own right. Right? Like I I don't want yeah to say that to come across like everyone's lying to you, or we're all lying to each other. But I do think that there is too much emphasis put on being the smartest person in the room. Or the loudest well, that's voice the in the room.
1: It's a lot of it, ego. well,
0: our industry, yeah, especially. But in, in
1: general, like I think, yeah, well, yeah, that's well, true. maybe it's I, our I think, industry, yeah.
0: Well, well, I, no, you're right. I mean, like we're a bunch of entrepreneurs said, competing like we for the same the business. Well, yeah. but but you know what? Like we've talked about this before. How weird is it that a lot of the communication and the competition for a, a stage, at least what we see, is among each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're talking in the sense of reaching out to clients, like I. And yeah, everyone's trying to earn that ear. But I think where it becomes a little bit more, um, what's the word? What's the word for like animosity? Like where the word, where it gets a little bit more contentious mm. is when we're all talking to each other. Like everyone's just trying to yell louder and louder and louder to be the smartest of us among us in the room. None of us is fighting for each other's business. It's just attention. It's just like Yeah. It's like being higher on the podium. And again, that's a bad thing. I think we should all strive to be smarter and more educated and some people want to be the listener and some people want to be the teacher. But yeah. it really feels more than ever and you're right because of technology and because of allowing us to do it in our underwear at home anytime we want, there's way too many cooks in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And our, and our industry has too many cooks in the kitchen is my opinion, like to get the job done, but that's a discussion for another day.
1: Well, that's it. Like, like, I think, you know, there's like, let's take, for example, we've got the new rules that are coming out in Ontario for real estate. We have so many sources of information. Like we've got the regulator, we've got the local boards, we've got the organizations, and then we've got people that, you know, obviously want to help each other out, um, and creating different resources, good intentions, all that. But like, it's so congested with all of this information. And like, if you think about it, you know, you could just go to one source and that's probably the smartest way if it's a reliable source to get all of your information, but I don't know. I think we all I worry... to find
0: it. Sorry, couldn't sure that. I was just going yeah, off of the saying. sources. Uh, well, well, speaking to sources and going to a reliable source, I think that's part of the problem. Is the lines have been blurred on what is a reliable source yeah. and what isn't. Like if we were using your example, which is regulations that just came into effect today, if you're listening to this, they came into effect three days ago. Um the only reliable source should be the regulation itself, right? Like in terms of factual reliability. Now, that being said, when that source is subject to interpretation or needs somebody to unpack it or, or explain it, you need subsets of that to come out that are going to be able to do that for you. And so everybody who has stepped up and is attempting to be those voices of explanation. I commend them, I think it's a good thing to do, but I also think there is, as much as more than ever technology allows people to share, it also allows for the broken telephone effect to take hold like immediately. So if I went and saw a seminar of somebody, or if I read something and interpreted a certain way and shared that with my brokerage, and now everyone in my brokerage meets their colleagues or meets their clients or whoever. Where's the control over these messages getting misinterpreted well, or getting disseminated yeah. in the wrong way, in a dangerous way?
1: Well, that that's where the danger comes in, is when there's no there's no regulation over the people that are sharing information. And that just doesn't relate to like this. That doesn't only apply to this. I'm talking about like in general, like sharing real estate information, statistics, advice, strategies, like, again, I think especially in real estate, every situation is different. Like you can speak to something that worked really well for one person, but isn't necessarily going to work well for everybody. And like, how far can you push it before you start being irresponsible with the information that you're sharing? It's really, Mm -hmm. and, and, and consuming, like there's just so much out there. And I think at some point you kind of hit a wall where it's like, I don't even want to, engage anymore i don't want to engage i don't want to be a part of it like i just want to like i just want to imagine a life where there isn't this stuff all this noise because it really can be so distracting um and i think in our business especially like there's just so much that we should be focused on and those distractions just really get in the way unfortunately
0: well and, and this is where call it controversial or bitter But where this bothers me is I think, I think a lot of this is rooted in laziness, like our profession, but just in general. And I don't mean the person giving the message, but I mean, people want answers to their questions quickly. They want them easy. They want them wherever they are. And if you're not going to go to the trouble, like this is like when they talk about whether it's political stuff or otherwise, if you're not going to fact check, Mm. And you're not going to vet the stuff you're hearing because it's, you've got it from the easiest, most in front of you source. I'm not angry at people for going somewhere where somebody says, you know, you want answers. I have them sign up for my seminar. You want answers, read this thing or whatever, because they're doing it to help people. And they're, and they're feeding off of the fact that a lot of people who are, 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 given sort of a hook punch with all this new stuff that seems overwhelming are going to want to be able to understand it as quickly and easily as possible like i get it however if you're that audience and if this is if we're talking about real estate and we're talking about new regulations doesn't matter what the argument is but if we just keep it in that context this is your job this is what you do for a living and your job and your responsibility is the livelihood and the well-being of others right Like you're not you're not a brain surgeon. Right. But you still have their well-being in your hands and you're responsible to provide advice and contextualize the home buying, the home selling process to them. And they're relying on you. So I get bothered by those. And I, I don't know that they exist. This is just the story I tell myself. Maybe there's no people like this, but I get bothered with the feeling that many people who have that responsibility are not taking it seriously enough and are going to the lowest hanging fruit of information so that they can keep doing their job as quickly as possible. And
1: and it's not, it's not always like, I mean, that's kind of how our society has been set up now where, you know, that's the expectation. If you're not moving fast enough, you're not, You're not going to get the business. You're not like that's, that's what the, the mindset is out there. And it's really unfortunate because we can't, it doesn't allow people to take the time. And we haven't really been shown to, or like seen the value in doing the true research that we need to do. It's like, everybody's just taking, as you said, from like the easiest resource. And I don't think they're doing that purposely. I just think it's so readily available Mm -hmm. that why wouldn't you, right? So It's not malicious, yeah. Very dangerous.
0: That's it, I'm, I'm trying to choose my words carefully to not make it look like these aren't bad people. These aren't people with bad intentions. This is what they know, but this is why the responsibility falls on those who are consuming the information to learn and research and take some extra time and make sure what you're learning is what you need to know and the responsibilities on those who are putting the stuff out there to understand that there are lots of people who are relying on what you're putting out there, right? Like it's a chain of information that ultimately in our profession, if it's ending up with the client, then fine. If we're the people who are going direct to client and we're getting our information from a colleague, then our responsibility is to make sure that what the colleague is saying is accurate so that we're responsibly serving our client. But that colleague has a responsibility to their own clients. And now also to all the colleagues who are learning from them, mm-hmm. because like that's the impact, that's, that's the power that you've got with any message you put out there. Whether it's social media, like social media is the most common and relevant way we're talking about, but I don't care if you're running seminars, if you're just speaking among friends, your words and the professional kind of crown you put on yourself, has value and you're representing yourself as such, you need to expect people are going to treat you as such and trust what you're putting out there. And that, that to me, honesty and trust is really what this episode was about. I don't even know what we're going to title this episode. I have to give it some thought because I don't know where we're going with it still. We've got more to talk about, but that to me is, is really the message I hope, like I hope people can get out of this which seems like a no-brainer but i honestly don't think people think about it nearly as much as they need to
1: i think the way we need to think about like cause I th- cause a lot of times i feel overwhelmed and say like wh- why do i even bother putting out posts like because i do it like when i when i break it down i there like for one I'm doing it to almost learn myself because I find when I learn, I learn the best when I teach it to other people or when I talk about it so I can like condense it and put it into something that people can easily understand. And I'm doing it to help people obviously, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not, yeah, I'm not going to lie. There's also a part of me that does it to get the comments and to get the uh, kudos from people that oh that was such a good like how that makes you feel when somebody comments like that like or or the likes or the engagement and that part of it can be very dangerous because it can cause people to not want to continue to post if they're not getting the engagement that they want or that they hope for um and, and it can just lead people down really frustrating paths i think um there's another point I was going to make. It wasn't necessarily about that aspect of it. What were we talking about before?
0: I don't want to cut you off, but I was going to build off on what you were saying.
1: Okay, do that. But, I'll try to remember.
0: Well, I, I mean, I think when you say you're not getting the response that you want, I mean, I guess that comes two different ways, right? It's either people are not engaging, you're not getting the likes, you're not getting, you know, whatever, or the response is negative. Yeah. Right? Like, there's... I'm really nervous about and have been for a while about the increasing divisiveness of just the world. Mm -hmm. And you're on one side or the other on everything. Like it's not just politics now. It's just like everything is about act mentality. And this sort of stuff leads to that where I think people sometimes will put stuff out there and support information or create information that feeds the pack because of what you're saying, right? Because it's going to get the response and it feels good to have power in numbers, right? Yeah. The same way it feels good to engage with stuff that isn't part of your pack in a negative way, because that also gets support of your pack. And that it just, that is kind of the sour side. I feel like I'm bringing up all like the, the negative Nancy stuff, and you're kind of more positive, but like, that's the sour side of what you were saying that like, people do things for reaction in a positive way and hopefully most if not all of that is a positive way for positive messaging and for helpful stuff and they want kudos because they did good or did well but some of that kudos is coming from people who are supporting negative messages and and sort of backing mm-hmm. the stuff that is no good that might Maybe. be factual yeah. but it, but well, it might I... also not be
1: I think, I think it's very clear that, you know, you see YouTube thumbnails or news headlines, the more negative, the more extreme, the better. And that's what we've learned through, you know, I, I could put up a video on, you know, home buyer tips which I think is positive and, and hopefully helpful. And then I'll put up another video about like a legal case where somebody got into a crap load of problems because they couldn't close on a on a pre-construction condo and it gets so much more engagement. And I mean, it, it just it just speaks to the type of content that people gravitate towards because like, yes, it's helpful, but it's more like in the comments I got were more, more surrounding like, you know, this is BS, like, you know, you know, just stuff that like, again, continued to be negative and go down that path versus like something that, you know, you're trying to help with. And so I don't know if it's, you have to accept the fact that you've got to choose the direction you want to go. And I think from a, a mental health perspective, you probably want to go towards the more helpful, positive stuff, but just knowing in the background that that's the sort of stuff that might not get you as much engagement but you'll still have like a you know solid group of people that will find that information helpful. I don't know. Like I think it's just a lot of like digging into the type of person you want to be and and just be happy with that. I think that's the thing. I think we we are, we're never happy because we're always looking to what other people are doing and the reaction they're getting. But really do you want that sort of reaction when when it's talking about stuff that you don't want to talk about?
0: Well, what's, what's your goal? Like, take a step back and ask, why are you really doing yeah. those things? Or, and sometimes it's rooted in, sorry, go
1: ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, or why it does it bother you that you're not getting the engagement? Like, really, like, why is that?
0: Well, that's is it. Because it- what is the engagement? Like, what is the usefulness of the engagement in your personal Why? In your annual plan, in your emotional strategy, or whatever, you know, more likes make you happier, or do they make you crave more likes? You know, like I've had a handful of posts that have got great engagement and they make me feel good. And I definitely am like, like all of us, a lot of us are, we love that stuff. Right. And there's stuff I definitely have put up solely because I want to see how many thumbs up it's going to get. But, Tangible returns, whether it's in clients or dollars or even happiness i there's not that much of a correlation there, right? It's more like a drug that just makes you feel like you've got to follow it a up with something okay. else it's
1: like that what's that movie the the, the one
0: <laughs> you said drugs I don't know that's a movie no, about no, drugs
1: no, no, no. no, the ones about social media that like just shows you how dangerous it really is about like needing the likes and the engagement and like that yeah. dopamine hit when, when you see that sort of thing, like it it it's all feeding towards how your body reacts to these things and is attracted to wanting these things. I think it's like trying to figure out how to almost like reprogram yourself to not feel the need to want that sort of attention but like attention is what you need in order to do business so you're like constantly caught between it's not what you need I take that back but it's it's an aspect of
0: I hear what you're saying though but it's it's what attention though like I think people have lost their understanding of what type of attention is the useful attention right because most of the stuff we're talking about is not even the audience we would want for our business Right, like well, now, that's, yeah. Like you've identified it though, and I mean, for better or for worse, we're very similar in the stuff that brings us happiness. Like there's things that are yours and mine, but like educating and talking to people and knowing that somebody listened to something that I or we have said and it's impacted them brings me greater happiness than even doing a deal. Like, like that is the step. Well, oh, I say that like it's surprising. It, without question brings me more happiness than doing a deal like I like impacting and I like knowing that something I said changed somebody so from that perspective if I put something out there in social media and it gets engagement from people saying that was really insightful or you know I love that or can I use this or whatever that's the stuff that feels really good but do I need 200 people to say that not really if one person says that to me then I feel good do you though I do. Like if somebody well, actually, engaged, I, no, no not, not with a thumbs up. thumbs up, a thumbs up means nothing to me. Like that, that I shouldn't say means nothing, but it's, it doesn't have the impact on me. That brings me happiness. If there's 10, hundred likes, whatever.
1: But you're still seeking happiness from outside people, even I, one person.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm saying that that enhances, it validates that what I was trying to do got done. Because what I want to do is not make people like the content. It's the impact. It's the, it doesn't have to even be on, and I know what you're saying. Like if somebody else doesn't respond, am I upset with what I put out there? That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that I get upset. If we do a podcast episode and nobody engages, I'm not thinking, oh shit, that's terrible. But that's the reason why we've done 200 podcast episodes. Because I don't know about you, like we haven't looked at the engagement at like a likes level or anything like that with the podcast, we do want to understand what more people like to listen to and we'll focus on that stuff more. But the reason, maybe, maybe you're different. So I'll ask you, but like, for me, the reason that we're up to 200 episodes is because I really like doing this. Like this is the sort of stuff that I like to put out there. Like we're not, when's the last time, if at all, through this podcast, we put a call to action out there for something of monetary value or tangible value, other than hey guys, subscribe. Which, by the way, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. And if you want to give us a like, fantastic. But like that won't that won't make me stop making this podcast. Like deep down, I'd want to do a second podcast. I, I I'd spend my whole life just sitting on a microphone and talking because it's what I like to do. Yeah. Not yeah. me.
1: Oh no, it's not that. It's just, yeah. Like you have to, in order to stay consistent, you've got to obviously, and we've talked about this all the time, like you've got to enjoy what you're doing and it it can't like tie to something that's outside of your control or some sort of kudos from people that, you know, you can't necessarily predict if it's going to come in or not. Um. So I, I under, yeah, like that, that totally makes sense.
0: I think maybe a better way to put it is and and this is at the risk of which we talked about before this episode which actually ties into something else I want to talk about but this is sort of repeating something that you said <laughs> oh but learning to share like for me it's weird I, I I like to learn new things but I like to learn new things so that I can tell other people and help other people learn new things. Like just learning things and keeping new knowledge in my head for whatever reason isn't enough for me. It's like, I feel like part of the process is going out there, educating myself, but then sharing it. And part of that, I guess, ties into a strategy that not enough people in our space do willingly I don't think, and this ties into what you are saying before. And I don't want to embarrass you because it was telling me I did something badly, which is true, which is, is not badly. But before the episode, we had talked about how sometimes, you know, you'll, you'll make a comment and you'll say something. And then I might go into a rant or something that's strangely a mirror image of what you just said, but repackaging it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. and i think that it is a habit that i have but i think that that's a habit a lot of people have when they're putting stuff out there is they might learn things and then they do their best job of repackaging and putting out their own content that sort of reiterates the point that was put in front of them very eloquently it's not a, it's not a, am not that wasn't, that <laughs> wasn't eloquent. an underhanded comment compliment of you but sure you're very eloquent but what i'm saying is what's better and maybe there's not a better but there's that Or if you see something that you think is really well done, Mm. why aren't we just sharing it, right? If we want to share it with the world, and it's a really good message that we learned from, why are we not just leveraging that share option we have? And some people do, but a lot of people, you know, will do kind of their side by side with that, or they'll take that and write their own script about that or whatever it is. And it's kind of a way to, to reimagine somebody else's message as their own. And it's not that that's wrong. It's just, that's where I think the beginnings of the broken telephone effect start to take hold. The more you repackage the same message, the more you dilute the original message. And when it's opinion, that's okay, because your opinion is your own. But when it's rooted in something that is fact, that's where I get a little bit nervous about the constant dilution of things like regulations right things like the way we do our job that is a standard way to do our job the more people who talk about it and then regurgitate what the last person said the farther we get from what is the truth and that that's what makes me a little bit concerned and i guess that's the psa that I wanted to put out there. But that all started with me complimenting you, saying that you have you're the OG of the good comment and I'm the first stage of dilution. Well,
1: I, yeah, I don't I don't think it's, but I I think it's important for people to put like if you're inspired by something and you kind of put it in your own way, I I understand what you're talking about when it comes to facts. You obviously don't want to like start start making like start making stuff up or not actually doing things that is factual if it's a factual thing but i don't know i just think that also you need like a a you have your own creativity so if you want to if you see something out there that's inspiring and to kind of make it your own like that's okay too i don't know i, I think for me for me like the message that i wanted to put forward and it's something that like it's just a constant struggle and evolution I think for all of us is just kind of understanding it's that crux between we know we need attention in order to get business in a sense like we need to get some sort of attention from somebody whether it's social media whether it's you know just whatever um versus like putting all of your eggs in that attention basket Where it becomes your comes to the point where you're so obsessed with it, or so like needing the feedback from people that it can really impact your progress on things because then it becomes such a time waster because all you're doing is looking for that sort of feedback and you forget really what you're ultimately trying to get out of that sort of thing. Like that's It, it becomes the goal versus like the path to the goal if that makes sense it's your new priority
0: like picture if you're one of those people who as you walk through life and you're spending your day doing whatever everything you do is in the context of can i share this should i take a picture how will this look on my instagram you know um oh something interesting is happening over there if the first thing that goes into your head is not something interesting is happening over there it's how can I share this and leverage this into likes and shares? And I know lots of people are like that. I've had those moments. Like all of us have had those moments. You see something funny and the first thought in your head is, oh man, I need to get, can I catch this on video? Because this would look so good here. Yeah. That, there's nothing wrong with that. But if that's how your life is dictated with every inch of your life being, how do I leverage this into more attention for myself? And it's external stuff. I think that that's it's it's not a, it's not that it's dangerous. It's just sad. It's like it's not gonna get you happiness.
1: I know, but it's not it's not e- so easy just to like chalk it up to your sad person because you. No, no, can't. no
0: I'm not. I'm not saying. No, that's not that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, I'm saying maybe the first step is admitting you have a problem. I I think like,
1: Uh, like, that's what I'm saying,
0: but I'm saying that this is something it's again, we're all victims of this. Like I get depressed. I feel like anybody who falls into that trap and really takes a step back and thinks about it is going to be at least reflective of whether this is what they want to do with themselves and with their time and how they want to. So, but you need to be able to take the step back and reflect on that. And I think to your point, it's like, what type of attention do you want and why are you doing it? And then beyond that, what is this saying about your character that you want the attention from? Like, all the people who are seeing you, like, are you putting out there the image of yourself from a reputation, a reputational risk perspective? Because what we put out there becomes us. It's the latest iteration of us every time we're out there. and. If this is how you live your life, I mean, it's it's fine. Like, I, I, I'm not saying it's so bad. Maybe sad was the wrong word. I mean, I wasn't trying to make it like you should feel bad about yourself because you want attention. We all want attention. But I think we just need to take a step back and identify why we're doing what we're doing, identify the process we put into it. You know, if our goal is to educate and our goal is to inform people, are we doing the work to put out the information we're proud of? and that we want people to consume, because it will reflect on you. Right?
1: Yeah, it's, it's about, as you said, yeah, taking pride in your work, doing the stuff that you enjoy doing, because you enjoy doing it, not because you think it will lead to more likes and engagement and, and feedback that, oh, you're amazing kind of thing. Like, I think it's important. And something that I've been thinking about is just like, maybe like, I just need to like, journal more for example just to like get my thoughts out like you know how did the day go like what ticked me off why did it tick me off like why was I so irked about somebody making a comment on Facebook about something that like had nothing to do with me but or you know somebody doing something that I want to do and they seem to be getting a lot of feedback about it like why is that bothering me you know what I mean
0: tell me if this is right or wrong because it's right for me but you might have a different opinion. I think it is very healthy to have somebody or more than one somebody who is the actual sounding board for your feelings rather than social media being the sounding board for your feelings, right? Like, I I mean, you can definitely put your thoughts out in a public forum and you have more than enough right to do so. And in a lot of cases, it's an appropriate thing to do if you'd like more people to see it. But to your point when something irks me on social media or otherwise, or something gets to me, my first line of defense is probably talking to you. And I think it's fairly similar in your case when something irks you, maybe not. But I mean, I, I think it's healthier to start in an actual kind of bouncing ideas and sharing your thoughts perspective in a closed environment before an open environment, if you can.
1: No, but I, yeah. And I'm just saying like the journaling part is more like that inner reflection and sure. self, like, you know, understanding yourself a little bit better and asking.
0: I think that's even better. Like that. Yeah. that's that's with yourself first. I, I'm mm-hmm. saying though, like the more you can keep it to a tight audience. And in that case, the tight audience is yourself first. Yeah. Before you start exploding it out there like for me there's value in having a conversation i mean i'm always in my own head i'm constantly maybe i should let yeah. it down. because yeah because my head's gonna explode that's why i talk to you and it diffuses the bomb from time to time but yeah but both of those if if not one or the other to me is always going to do better than I'm pissed off. I don't like something. I'm going to respond to that comment right away without thinking about it. Or I'm going to put a big, angry rant, post, video, whatever out there because it's going to get lots of reaction. There's lots of people on my side. That shouldn't be what it's about, right? Because again, what's that validation useful for? If you don't feel good about something, get to the root of it yourself first and at least decompress before things get rough because again the stuff that's out there lives out there we've seen instances and it happens a lot people put something up and it gets deleted mm-hmm. it's almost like that's the stuff that's even more controversial if somebody yeah. catches it right mm-hmm. see those celebrities yeah. all the time
1: yeah well even in our own industry recently as well so happens everywhere, we're, not, yeah. we're not protected yeah from that kind of stuff for sure so yeah. Sorry. I think it's just yeah, I think as we move forward with more technology and just as things progress more, I think as a society we've got to be more aware of where our responsibility lies and when we start becoming problem to people out there in in the in the information we're sharing. Like there's got to be some responsibility to the things that you're putting out there.
0: Right. I I don't think people's intent, and we open with this, for the most part, is to cause harm or to cause anger or hatred or things like that. I mean, there's definitely, and we're not talking about, you know, different schools, like like real divisive arguments that are out there where people are genuinely just trying to, or just arguing. Like, that's not what we're talking about. But still... Everything you put out there, words really do have power. And the intention and the tone of what you put out there might feel different to you when you're writing it than it's received by the people who see it. And, you know, whether you care or not about how people receive it, you should care because you have impact on people. And when you put a message that's consumable by other people, you need to own that and be responsible for what's going out there, whether it's an educational thing, whether it's some sort of opinion, whatever it is, um, just be able to stand behind what you put out there, right? Because you own it. It's you. Your words are as much you as a picture of you as somebody meeting you on the street and
1: Words can be really beautiful too. Like I think it's not. I, okay, I don't. Be I people, Thank
0: you.
1: No, but I. But I. I think I, I follow people that put out things like long things that like are a true reflection of who they are as well, and that capture an audience that appreciates that. And I think also, you know, that vulnerability is is really what a lot of people are looking for right now, as opposed to the, you know, the fake stuff that we always want to compare ourselves to. So it's not like there's not a place for any of this. It's just, I think we're trying to say, make sure they're doing it and it's true to yourself. And, and I think also let's not judge people for what they're putting out there because maybe that's, what's true to them. Or maybe they're, you know, they're just trying to do what they think is the right not what they think is the right thing, or what they just enjoy doing, and it doesn't have to align with what you enjoy doing. But I think we just all have to be like understanding, more understanding, and just see people for being a good person, as opposed to like what they're yeah. what they're You know, like what are they trying to do? Or we always yeah. try to, you know, see well, it's that, not it's always, that preconceived but...
0: notions. Yeah, I mean, I think you need you need to be conscious that not everybody is you know an angel but at the same time if you're not going into situations assuming the best in people you're going to be a very angry person yourself well, and that's you're going it. yeah and I mean I, you know like I've recently had an experience with an individual and I won't say his name here because I didn't get his permission to say it but he's written some really really deep amazing stuff personal things that he's shared because it helps him to share it mm, and he's yeah. an amazing writer and we connected through the things he's put out there and you're smiling because I had such a good coffee date with him that I've been talking about and if he's, he's listening so to this he's, he's gonna chuckle for
1: this person
0: <laughs> I'm what He's
1: you're gonna leave me for this person no
0: I won't but but that's the kind of good it, it created you know a friendship you know, it created a meeting, it created a discussion that is, you know, the sort of stuff that doesn't happen when people don't share and yeah. don't put positive stuff out there because we do gravitate, for better or for worse, we gravitate to people who we connect with. And, but I'm saying, but that that happens with positive messages and it can happen with negative messages too, right? Which... I
1: but... But starting a relationship or starting a communication or whatever you want to call it with a negative message—oh my god, I thought I was going to drop my water! With a negative sorry. message, always ends up in a like in a, a friendship that is toxic, or yeah. in a well, it's relationship built on that's Toxic, yeah. 100%. But I don't think we—I re- don't think we see that a lot of times. Like because, I, like- I, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, no, go ahead.
0: But, go because ahead. I don't think. I don't think people building relationship off of shared toxic views, view their toxic views as toxic or not all of them do. And I think that part of that yeah. makes things difficult, right? Something yeah. that I view as very negative could be viewed by somebody else as the answer or very positive or yeah. the truth. And so right. When when you say, I agree with you that all of those will end up, it's not that they end up in a relationship that will end or that will, will make the two indi- The individuals might be aligned in everything, but they're aligned in something that is not, um, I mean, not positive. I don't know what the right word is, but it just creates a a, a less nice relationship going forward. Not ideal. Well, well that's, I mean. Sincere. But, it's just, I, I don't want to judge those people either, right? Because my view of toxic might not be toxic to them. And that's why they get along. And that's why they form a lifelong bond yeah. well, every really I really enjoyable.
1: Yeah. Well, everybody's on a different path. Everybody's on a different wavelength in terms of like their own self-assessment of, of who they are and, you know, the types of things. Like a lot of people, and I don't think it's a bad thing or a good thing. I think just everybody's at it on a different wavelength and a different level of everything, like of knowledge, of insecurity, of um, just self-awareness. And I don't think we can judge people. I think you just have to find people that are kind of on your same level so that you're able to have deeper relationships and deeper conversations and and deeper connections, if that makes sense.
0: I I agree. I'm going to add to it we also need to find it within ourselves to be able to listen to the people who don't have the same opinions as us. Like, like those. And I mean, again, these are all, they seem like no brainers, but people don't do that. Like in practice, that is what I continue to see that people align with their people, which makes sense and which they should. But as part of that, there's very little listening And there's very little acceptance for what the opposing argument is or what a differing opinion is. And that's what creates all of this unnecessary anger and time wasting and call it whatever. Like, it doesn't need to be that deep, like inefficiencies. It causes wasted time and wasted opportunities for people because we're spending so much time focused on the, are you adjusting your lighting while I'm talking? Cause like, no, you look like you were just in a blizzard for a second there.
1: It was just the, the way the light, the light came in or something over here.
0: Maybe you are in a blizzard. Is it snowing outside right now?
1: It is, yes.
0: Okay. Well, it's okay. The lighting threw me off my, my thing so I can throw it back over you. It was, it was a rant, it was a rant that was going where it was going.
1: Right. Oh I got. I'm hungry. Okay. Well, I, again, I'm hungry. Uh, me too. I'm I'm now
0: hangry. We started by avoiding the hanger. It's now there. And I'm just gonna get into like miserable talk about things. So why don't we call it? This is the end of episode 198. We thank you all for listening. I hope that if you take nothing else from this, you're gonna go out there right now and you're gonna write something nice on social media, not for not for attention, just because. The next, not, not, don't go out there right now and do it. The next thing you put out there, whatever it is, make it something positive, make it something helpful, make it something fact based or, or your actual opinion, and you'll see good things are going to happen. Tag us. We will, we will comment and like all of your things. You'll get attention from us. If you're out there, if you're looking for a little bit of attention, at Level Up for Realtors. We'll give you some. All right.
1: Great. Have a good week, everyone. We will see you for episode 199 next week. Later, y'all. Bye. Level up,
0: level up, level up. Level up.